Welcome to The Rue Report, UMKC's weekly progressive podcast where we discuss trending topics in and around campus, the Kansas City metro area, popular culture, and everything else in between that stirs the proverbial melting pot that is America. We are brought to you by the College of Arts and Sciences and the university paper, Rue News. Welcome to Year 2, Episode 1 of The Rule Report, a podcast where we discuss the hottest news topics in politics, popular culture, and trending issues that drive the media narratives in America and locally. My name is Lawrence Brooks, and I'm joined in studio with my co-host, Thomas White. It's nice to see you, man. Man, nice to see you too, bro. Even though we've been seeing each other all summer, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the studio. Yeah, in, in the space, you know. It's been a while. <laughs> I've not been able to air my grievances, you know, over the last... Eight weeks, man. So you can, you know, it's been, you can tell my, I've been having a little mental health issues. You know, I've, been, <laughs> just I've been, been a little angry, up. you know, building up, <laughs> going through I, God knows what. Uh, <laughs> just people want to call it. Just finding you murmuring to yourself, man. We're gonna do better. We gotta do better. <laughs> gotta do better. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we gotta find a new, a new, a, a new rhetorical thing for uh, for year two for the rule report. We gotta find that. But yeah, look, America, we do need to do better, man. You know, uh, I can name several things off the top of my head right now that we should not be living through and going through. But we're gonna keep this episode light, at least for the first half. Um, um, keep it light. Yeah, for keep a it light, while. man. You know. So we'll lull you in with happiness, and then at the end, be like, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just throw a little little segue to the to the to the objective reality we all living through right now. You know, but um. Uh, this is the welcome back episode to um, for UMKC for the 2021-2022 academic school year. Um, we will be back in person um, August 23rd, which is a great thing. Um, masks are optional. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, like, we're ready, man. Yeah. And, I mean, get your vaccine if you haven't got your vaccine. <laughs> Please. They didn't require, you know, vaccination like some schools did. Um, but it is heavily suggested. Yes, almost. You know, I, we're not trying to force you, man. But you know, just think about it. Like you know, just like just think of it as a football analogy. You know, you can't get to the red zone and not want to score touchdowns, man. You know, like the quarterback <laughs> just can't hike the ball and just go. You know, take a <laughs> take a nose dive on a ten. You know, we, <laughs> we almost there, man. You know, we almost over the hump. You know. Yeah. Um. So we as a populace, yeah, please, especially us college students, we're gonna be together every day. Um. And we want to stay in person. You know, like like that's the that's the reason why we're um we're taking this chance um as a university and as a community because we you know we want to get back in the in the normal life the the real college experience because a, a lot of us missed out on a lot so oh, yeah. get vaccinated i mean outside of doing this podcast last year i had like a class once a week that met in person uh throughout that entire year you know so i don't know where anything is <laughs> like just now i was just like hey how do we get there from here <laughs> you know like uh you know we're all kind of freshmen yeah, yeah, you <laughs> know, like so yeah, it'd be nice, you know, like to have the proper experience of college, you know, man. not not everybody on Zoom, you know. I waited 20 years for this, man, and I've been <laughs> on Zoom since March 12. <laughs> you know. So, you know, cuz uh, I don't know if all the viewers know, you maybe remember from last uh last semester our last our last show, but yeah, we are um non-traditional students here, you know. I'm yeah. I'm almost 40, you know. I'll be 39 in uh the year 2021. My man Tom is I'm 34. I had to think about that the other day. Somebody asked me my age, and I was like, oh, I'm 31. Th- 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 oh, I'm 34. <laughs> like, it was 
Yeah, I knew it was over thirty. <laughs> man, look, you know, we the we the old school millennials, man. You yeah. know, the uh yeah. the 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 cassette tape was the was was the newest technology out. You know, when yeah. I was when I was coming up, but yeah. you know, the elder statesman of millennials. Who you telling? <laughs> but, but we love you, Zoomers, man. We know, we know. I can see just in the protests of of twenty twenty one. I mean, twenty twenty globally that. The Zoomers can change the world, you know. We, uh-huh. You just can't buy into this conservative propaganda, you know, that we 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 choose to bludgeon on this show, you know. Well, that is nice. I mean, like, just about every generation is more progressive than the previous one. So, yeah. hey, you know, you can make fun of our skinny jeans and side parts, but uh, <laughs> it's yeah. cool that you guys are at least we ain't progressive. At, at least we ain't supporting apartheid, buddy, you know. You <laughs> 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 know, we moving forward, man, you know. Trying to get people to eat clean, so we don't have to. You know, people don't have to keep going generation generation. By the time they're sixty years old, they got hypertension and high blood pressure and diabetes, and you know, got spending all their retirement money on just trying to keep their health. Yeah, trying to keep their health. So you know, <laughs> we trying to be better out here. And you Zoomers, man, y'all got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the experience with COVID, man. Uh, well, Tom, I'll let you start with that, man. Just let let the viewers know just how you feel about um the experience with COVID and you know what it feel like to come back. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's been weird. Uh, I gotta say, I mean, both professionally and with school, like, cause I was you know a bartender for quite some time, planning on doing that through school, and then COVID happened. Uh, kind of put a kibosh on that. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> just, just. Um. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that and, you know, having all of our classes on Zoom. I mean, I had one, like I said, I had one French class that, like, would meet once a week in person, which even then I was leery of because it was just like, I can speak French bad over Zoom just as well as I can in person. I don't know why we're. Um, yeah, I don't even know why I'm here, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> Every time, I was like, I mean, we're all wearing masks. We're all socially distanced. But it was like, what, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, you're looking at New York, man, and it's looking like uh, 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 it's, it's looking like Armageddon, you know? <laughs> right? They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, well, we can still meet in person, you know? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the video game for all my gamers, man. The Division. Like if, like all my gamers out there, like if, if, if you can ever find a game that is comparable to what we're going through in life right now, find a Division, man. And that, that came from somebody's brain. That was an idea somebody had. Uh, uh, what 2016 i think there that original game came out or 2015 yeah. and yeah just check that out man if you want to bar- you know if you want a uh, a fictional you know or a virtual uh, <laughs> interpretation of what we are living through you know oh man it was it was crazy there for a bit i mean it was one of the most surreal things for me was uh i drove through westport on like a friday or saturday night um in like april and like april 2020 and absolute ghost town it was one of the weirdest things to see you know because normally you know at big bar district friday saturday night like they literally you know like block off streets it's just swarming with people it's lit um but i drove through it and n- there all the lights are off <laughs> you know like there were nobody i didn't see anybody and uh yeah man uh covid's been tough and it's really nice I, mean, I, I think you know there's a little bit of that mask hesitancy you know where you're not sure like i still like have two or three in my car i'm constantly like wait am i supposed to be wearing one <laughs> do i oh, need to take one off what look, I? i'm still wearing one to this day man like yeah. I, where was i at the other day man i was where was i i was uh, i can't recall where i was at man it's, it's slipping my brain right now but i was literally the only person in the room with a mask on man and everybody looked at me like i was the nut job you know <laughs> like like seriously like I understand we as Americans, this thing, you know, we, we have probably 40% of our population vaccinated at this point. Um, uh, and they've, most cities in, in, in towns, small towns and counties and states have opened back up. So 
we still run around here like this is over with, but it's not, you know. Um, mm-hmm. This Delta variant is ravaging the um, the unvaccinated by, I think it's like a 99 you know, percentile, man. Like, yeah. you always want to pull statistics when it when, when it supports your argument. You know, I'm, I hear <laughs> 1350 all the time, <laughs> you know, and, or the FBI crime statistics. But, like, right here, man, public health, 99%, buddy, you know. And, we, like, let's get to the end zone, man. Don't yeah. you want to be free? <laughs> I mean, that's the, the thing with vaccine hesitancy that I don't necessarily understand. And I'm not necessarily trying to bash people who don't trust the government. I get that. Uh, but it's a matter of, like, you got all these other vaccines growing up to go to, you know, elementary school. You had to have, you know, measles, mumps, you know. Yeah, polio. You know, all these different vaccines, and nobody asked any questions about that. But now we're freaking out about this one, you yeah, know, like, it. this one that, like, lets you, you know, live, like, regular, like, that lets you live regular life. Doesn't, you know, that way you know that you're not going to harm your grandparents, you know. Like I hugged my grandma the other day. It was great. Yeah, man, who <laughs> like, you telling, man? You know, yeah, like it was like we're both see, vaccinated. You seeing know, like, people, like yeah. seeing people. Like I've I, I got back to Kansas City literally six weeks before COVID started, man. You know, so <laughs> I started. Uh, I got here the AFC Championship game. I'll yeah. never forget that day, man. I drove in. I just came back from Japan and I drove in all the way from Virginia. Got here that day, watched the game. The New the Chiefs is going to the Super Bowl, passed out, and, you know, two days later, I'm at UMKC, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my collegiate life starts here at this university, and six weeks later it was like a bomb went off, you know. Like, right. I, I remember waking up um, around, man, this is April, early April time frame, just waking up one morning, and I'm, I'm staying, I was staying downtown at the time, you know, and I just went out for just for a walk just in the morning, and I mean – there was nothing there, man. Not, not a car, not a, not a person, not, right. not nothing. And, and like, this is a bustling business district down here. Like, I'm down here. I'm down here at City Market, you know. Right. And it's like nothing. Yeah. Like the squirrels, you, the, you know, <laughs> ruled the streets that day. <laughs> you, <laughs> the squirrels you know? were taking the, the city. Squirrels back. were taking the city back, man. You know, <laughs> which is cool. We need we, we need to give you know wildlife its own you know section of of of, of every county probably you know. But Jesus, man, like uh, we over the hump, America. We're we not over the hump, but we're close. Yeah, we're really it's, close. It's like whenever you're riding a roller coaster and you're like right at the top, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're right there. Just, just tell uh, We we gotta we gotta get the vaccine vaccinated population up because that's where these variants come from. Is, mm-hmm. You know, because they spread around and mutate amongst unvaccinated people. Yeah, we don't we don't like the the sixth or seventh mutation already, <laughs> man. So it's like, come on, y'all. Like, yeah. Let's do it, you know. I don't look. Budweiser giving out free beer. The lottery's <laughs> giving out money, man. Like, even Mitch McConnell stood up in front of the world yesterday and said and talked about how polio ravaged the world for 70 years and he was a victim of that and he can't believe people don't want to get vaccinated. That ghoul, that ghoul. <laughs> 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 like for real though, you know, golem of a human, <laughs> you know, like like he he is probably the most efficient politician, um, uh, well the most efficient and the most dastardly politician that we've seen in the Senate in our lifetimes, man. And he's he he told everybody in the face of his own party, um, from Ron Johnson and all the rest of these nut jobs, um, talking about un- get unvaccinated, Gosar and Biggs and wh- whomever, you know, all of them, um, in anyone who considers themselves Republican saying that they, you know, don't get vaccinated. And he stood up in front of that. So, man, follow the science so we can move on. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, you know, the welcome back episode uh is uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, we're yeah, supposed to be positive yeah, to start. We're supposed to be positive to start, you know. But just, you see how we keep you see how we keep getting derailed people, you know? Like like we want to be positive on 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 this on this program, on this broadcast. Yeah. But it's kind of hard these days, man. Like like it's kind of hard to have optimism given what we've experienced over the last uh, really 13 years, but but specifically the last 5, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. But yeah, UMKC's back. Um Students and faculty, we are we are absolutely grateful, man, to see y'all on campus. Like today, we pulled up and couldn't find a parking spot. <laughs> Summer school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was annoying at first, but then you're like, you know what? I mean, I guess it's good. You yeah, know, we've man. seen people walking around. You know, see their faces even. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like some of these people, we've been we've been in class with the entire time we've been here. Oh, and no have, kidding. And have not seen any of their faces. Like, oh. it's, it's that real. Oh, in Kraski's class. Whenever oh. we were in a group of people that we had all been, you know, writing together and doing Zoom classes. And it was like, oh, you're more than just like a floating head. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, God. See, well, that's what he looks like from, from, the, from the shoulders down. <laughs> yeah, okay. right? You yeah, know. people were disappointed with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably, when they see me, they was probably, yeah, this, they, this cat is more radical than we even thought, man. Like, we got a, we got a real socialist in our, in, in our midst. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I mean, it was, it was kind of weird to be like, oh, we've spent a lot of time with these, this particular group of people. And you know, this is the first time I've seen him in person ever. You know, <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's fun. It's interesting. Yeah, it's it's super interesting, man. Like, hey, hey, like you know, people walking by right now, man. You know, like like through the student union, man. Like it was so lonely in this building, man. We would come in here every Thursday last semester, yep. and we would be in here for at least an hour, <laughs> and it would be nobody in here. Yeah, like we never had to worry about anybody making sound. Nothing. <laughs> you, like like broadcast is just pristine you don't hear a pin drop <laughs> from nowhere else and like you know this room is kind of um uh what's the word uh soundproof yeah, it's kind of soundproof a little bit a little yeah, bit it's got, it's got some know? stuff to absorb sound yeah but not much you know <laughs> big glass window over here in front of us man so people can see what's going on here when they walk by so like man just before covid it, it was an issue with no noise not not doing this <laughs> we didn't even see security in here man like it was it no was it was that dead you know yeah. you had one uh one uh uh I'd park on campus. Yeah. Like in, in faculty lots. Faculty I probably lot. shouldn't say that, but, but like, like never had a problem. Hey, not not one. Uh UMKC police will now ha- handle somebody for parking tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause you know they be on it around here, boy. You better not you can't be there for forty five seconds, man, if somebody's rolling up like up oh, there's a ticket. Yeah, you know? so I gotta buy a parking pass now. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. COVID. Yeah, I'm I, look I'm be, I'm I'm gonna tell the truth, man. I'm about to be thugging it out on parking, man. I'm about to be driving around <laughs> i don't care if i gotta park six blocks man i y'all get enough money from me well from the from the uh from the va not from me <laughs> uh but yeah man look umkc is back and and to our incoming students um especially uh the the non-traditional transfer students and the incoming freshmen and even some of the um some of the sophomores who haven't got to be able to get on campus um around umkc um there are plenty of places you know to go and things to do um we got Mission Taco Joint, great tacos, man. They even got vegan tacos for you know for the vegetarians, great spot. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think they're owned by uh, uh, the people who own Summit Grill. I forgot the restaurant group. Um, or are they? Or is that? I a, don't think they are. That's not them. I think okay. they're based out of St. Louis. Okay, okay. Well, my fault. My fault. Mission Taco. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Mission um, Taco is very good though. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one right here? Um, yeah, you got Mission Taco. Uh, you got Waldo. You know, uh, it's a it's a bus ride or even a bike ride away. You know, like oh yeah, free buses. Yeah, you know, free, that's yeah. something. So if you want to explore the city, 
you got a day where you don't have any homework, you got a day off, hop on a bus, check out different neighborhoods. I mean, Waldo's cool. I, uh, I lived there for a number of years. Lawrence kind of grew up in the area. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in Waldo. You yeah. know, I went to I went to Hill Cook and Hartman Elementary and Border Star. This is right down, right, right, all in the middle of Waldo. Nice. And there, I mean, there's a ton of stuff. I mean, if you're gonna go out there, I think you have to go to Waldo Pizza. Got to. Which is, I mean, it's got like every type of pizza you could ever imagine. Uh, you could do cauliflower crust, and I mean, I think you can do crab legs on a pizza. You can do all kinds you of weird stuff. A- anything Clams. you want on the pizza, man. You know, <laughs> like it ain't the healthiest food, but you no. know, every e- everybody got to go get a, get a good, you know, n- nostalgic, you know, American meal. And <laughs> and in Waldo, that's where it's at. Yeah. Um What's the what's the bar over there? Oh, there's which one? Uh, <laughs> uh, the one with the rooftop. Oh, Lou's. Lou's, yeah. Lou's is cool. Yeah. Um, or that's the well, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. The well. Um, the well is cool. You got a. Uh, I like Lou's a lot, but they don't mm-hmm. have a rooftop. <laughs> yeah, you got a. Uh, um, what's the um, what's the what's the restaurant on Seventy Fifth Street? Um, uh, Summit. Summit. Yeah, you got Summit Grill. You got Boru over there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, grocery shopping. You got all these right there. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take the bus even further, Trader Joe's is on 85th Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> War Parkway. I, I, I shop there often. I was there Monday this week. You know? Um, great grocery store. Um, yeah. uh, pretty inexpensive, too, for, yeah. for healthy food. For sure. Yeah, like, even I, I even love, healthy meat. I love Trader Joe's. Yeah, I mean, that's, you, that's my spot. To, whenever we lived in Walla, we were right, right there. We would go and get, like, uh, ribeye steaks, like a half-pound ribeye for, like, Seven dollars, eight dollars, something. Like, I'm sure it's more now. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> like we would do that. I mean, just get two of them, and it was like, oh, okay, so for twenty bucks, we're both having you know an incredibly delicious organic <laughs> ribeye. Uh, I mean, if so, there's Waldo. There's I mean, you'll pass through Brookside on your way there. Oh yeah, you got Brookside jalapenos, man. You gotta you got you gotta go through there. That's the that's the. I don't know how jalapeno's been around in Kansas City, but it's been around all my life. You know, it's been yeah. on, it's been on Waldo as long as I can remember. I mean, we was walking to go over there for field trips when I was in the fifth grade. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, jalapenos is cool. Um, what else they got over there? Um, oh gosh, what's the, uh, the sports bar over there? Yeah, they got um, uh, what's the name of it? What's the name of it? What's the name of it? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. All I can think about is they have Ben Mallard chicken fingers. That's all I can think. Yeah, about. they got the um, <laughs> they got like the. There's a new restaurant over there. I went over there one time. It's called Red Dog something or Red something. I'm, not, I'm about to go. Red Door right Grill. Now. Red Door Grill. Yeah, yeah. that's where Michael Pretty Forbes good. used to be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and Michael Forbes. They moved around the corner, so mm-hmm. they still pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, you got a lot of things in um, Brookside you can do. Um, you yeah. got Lo- you got Loose Park, which is really close. Uh, um, Loose Park's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful man. One you of know? the prettiest parks in the city. Yeah, pr- probably one of the prettiest parks in America, man. You know, yeah. I've traveled a lot of places and and. They put a lot of work into that in in, in the loose park. Um, yeah. people beautiful beautiful get, place. People get married there all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, out there in the gazebos. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just go out there and just nice and just, just be in nature and just have a good day. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then once you get up around campus, you've got, of course, go chicken go. Oh uh, yeah, a mutual favorite of Lawrence. And oh I's. yeah, I love go chicken go, man. You know, I gotta go over there and give me a give me a wing pack. You know, yeah, it's, I, some, it's some jig sauce real quick. <laughs> I'm I'm still on the gizzards and livers. Yeah, man, I, I ain't really uh, a little bit too chewy for me, you know. Yeah. But but every now and then, that's how I was introduced to it. In fairness, okay, okay, got so it. like the first time I ever had it, they're like, oh, you know, try it. My dad was like, try this, try this, and I was like, what is it? And he's like, just try it, because <laughs> you know I wouldn't have eaten it if you would have told me what it was. Yeah, and uh, he's like, you gotta dip it in sauce. I had it, and I was like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's legendary, man. Like, I met, yeah. I met cats in the military, yo, that got stationed here um, uh, <laughs> at, at Whiteman's Air Force Base um, uh-huh. uh, and, like, was here recruiting. And sh- <laughs> they'd be like, man, that go chicken go, those gizzards. I'd be like, how the hell, what? Like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, like, if you if you don't know where it is, 
it's that uh, chicken restaurant that has a line all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like it's to the to the street, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's, it's blocking blocking, the, blocking the bus stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right but, between here and Rockers. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's probably a it's point five miles away from campus, man. So you know, yeah. if you ever want to go get some lunch and uh, uh, experience Kansas City's chicken experience, and hey, there you go, man. Go chicken go. You got gates around the corner. Oh, you got yeah, barbecue. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's barbecue everywhere here in Kansas yeah, City. You, yeah, Gates, LCs is up the way. You yeah. probably have to. I don't know if the bus ride goes over. It surely the it bus does, goes over there. But yeah. you know, if you want to take the bus over there, just be prepared, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, look, look, I, I'll over take the like Eastwood traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you, you you will see a different side of America, man. You <laughs> yeah. know, you look for all for all my my Zoomers and, and my young yeah. millennials, the other side of America, that McNeil song. <laughs> That's what you'll experience once you once once you head up Eastwood Traffic Way, you know. So just be prepared for that, you know. It ain't it, it really ain't no big deal, yeah. you know. <laughs> you, you're gonna live, but just go over there to LCs, man, and 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 uh and and experience like like traditional Kansas City pit barbecue, you mm-hmm. know. Um, uh, you got Urban Cafe up there on Truce. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the new What's the new Irish bar over there? Gulls or Gulls? Yeah, get you some shepherd's pie. You know, <laughs> you got you got Kenlin's over here. You got Minsky's. Um, yeah. Peanut. Uh, oh yeah, you got the Peanut, the oldest um, continually operating bar in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you like nostalgia, the Peanut's where you go. Yeah. Um, uh, on the Plaza, they got plenty of nice places on the Plaza. They got yeah. Rye, you know, they got Eddie V's, yeah. um, they got Cheesecake for, Factory. For affluent students. Yeah, for <laughs> affluent students, you know. We all broke college students, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, for, for, the, for the rest of us, there's Shake Shack. Yeah, you, yeah, you got Shake Shack. Uh, you got Winstead's. It can't yeah. never go wrong with Winstead's. Oh, you, you got, look, if you really like fine dining and if you know if, if you just happen to come up come up with some money and you want to take your little college date somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. try Grand Street Cafe. That's a, oh, They yeah. have great great i mean they great drinks <laughs> great food great atmosphere you know um i don't even know if my the old bartender the guy worked there sean uh, <laughs> anyway if, if you do man shout out to you boy uh, you you served me well every time i went to that place yeah grand street's nice yeah it's nice it's nice well, uh, what's this place up here on the hill over there by minsky's i don't know what street that is um uh super super uh kind of high class restaurant uh right across from chipotle il centro no is that what you're talking about uh-uh not El Centro. Um but yeah, well anyway, you got Chipotle over there. Uh, <laughs> uh you got the you got the dip and dice place where you can get some ice cream. Oh, there's all, I mean, speaking of ice cream right there, uh right on that corner. Um, you know, by the pe- so there's like peanut, Walgreens, um, El Centro. Um, there is um Oh, Nick and Jake's. Is that who you're talking about? No, but Nick and Jake's is another place. Um, um, it, it has a really specific name. I I have yeah. to find it. I'm about to look it up right now. No worries. Um if you want some fancy ice cream. Uh, Glossé over there. That's a, a Christopher Elbow place. Um, Christopher Elbow is like a chocolatier in Kansas City who's like relatively famous. Um, like Boulevard's chocolate beer that comes out every year. He's the collaborator with that. He makes some really, really high-end chocolates. Again, for Valentine's Day, that sort of thing, if you want to spend you know $4 of chocolate or something like that. Yeah. That's the place to go. But Glossé is his ice cream shop, and okay. you get all kinds of crazy flavors. I mean, like it, it's... It's very delicious, and it's more or less gelato, but okay. um, it's fantastic. Okay. If, if you wanted to try something different, something a little fun. Yeah, and I mean, you know, for all my students um, <laughs> uh, that's coming in as 21 and above, Kansas City does have a great bar culture, you know. Um, absolutely true. Absolutely true, you know. <laughs> so, if you, I mean, even if you're a non-drinker, you know, I'm not saying, I, I, yeah. by no means am I saying go out and just get obliterated on your yeah. off time from school, you know. But if you want to go hang out and, you know, whether you like the hip-hop crowd, whether you like the um, – 
the the rave crowd, whether you're in the LBGTQ community, whether you like uh uh what's that house music, um you know reggae, they they have it here for you. Yeah. You know live bands, um, uh, Martini Corner. You know DJQ. Shout out to you, um, Kansas City <laughs> DJ. Um, Pre COVID, I know he was uh he was doing sets uh, doing sets there every Thursday I think uh and you can find him on Instagram I don't know his Instagram just search for DJQ you'll find it um and and if if you follow that account then you can you can stay up to where where the party scenes is at you know um uh you got the Westport uh yeah yeah There's you know, tons, tons of places Westport. man um what about like some general attractions like outside of like you know eating and partying <laughs> I mean. It, it, as a UMKC student, I feel I feel like you have to at some point go to Nelson Atkins. Oh, have to, have to, have to. Even if <laughs> even if you just go do a picnic on the line, it, man, it, you it's know, free. It's free. <laughs> you know, so they've got like uh, that's the art museum with the shuttlecocks. Mm -hmm. If you've probably on your way into campus, you probably drove past. It. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they've got lawn sculpt uh, not lawn sculptures. They've got like a big outdoor sculpture garden. Mm -hmm. Um, they have, I mean, it's a world-class museum. Yeah, world-class. Um, <coughs> truly, it was it was ranked, I think, by, like, U.S. News and World Report or mm -hmm. one of those types of websites. It's, mm -hmm. like, the best free museum in the country. Like, it is a really, really well-done museum. And, again, mm -hmm. entirely free. Yeah, entirely free. Now, man. if you use, if you park in a parking garage, you got to pay parking. But, like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but you, you can find parking around there just to, just I to mean, walk. And, I mean, even... If you're from here, you yeah, can... Yeah, you can literally walk from the campus. Hop to, on a bird's yeah, or, yeah, or <laughs> Yeah, or hop on a bird, you know? Like, like to get around, um, yeah. to, to really see this area for all my, um, for all the new students that are here, new to the area, mm -hmm. um, uh, those birds, man, like... Psh, you got a credit card, man. Just go on a mission, man. You know, it's, it's pretty safe on this side of truce, you know, so you don't really have too much to worry about, so you can really get out here and explore, man. <laughs> so, yeah, what, it, what Lawrence is referring to is the historical color line in Kansas City is truce. Uh, so west of truce is much more, uh, it's better funded uh, Yeah, is a nice way to say that. Yeah, probably Texas. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I just had to throw that little joke in there. But yeah, <laughs> Kansas City, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't really, a, it's not that bad of a place. You um, know? Whenever I was okay, whenever I was bar bartending, and people from out of town would ask me about Kansas City. I don't know if this will make it in or not, but uh, people would ask me about Kansas City. They're like, "Oh, is there anywhere that we should avoid or anything like that?" I would always tell them, "I was like, every you're safe in just about everywhere in Kansas City, just so long as you pay full price for drugs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's true, and I mean, look, man, like, we all like most of this crime isn't random. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not, you know, and and, and, and it's more a systemic thing. Like this yeah. has been a problem. It's just a, it's it's, it's, a, it's a trend here because yeah. you know, there has been abject poverty here yeah. uh, uh, on minority com communities, like not like many other cities, you know. Um, uh, in the country, but you know that's a. You got uh, what else you got? Let's let's keep, let's keep it let's, let's keep it happy. Keep it, happy. <laughs> keep it light. Keep it light. <laughs> we started to get into yeah, the color started, divide. Yeah, we started. What are we doing? <laughs> we veering a little bit too far to the right. <laughs> far, you know. Um, but yeah, um, you got Union Station. Oh yeah, uh, Union Station. Beautiful, beautiful place, man. Yeah. I mean, um, if while you're at Union Station, there's Liberty Memorial, which yep. is a World War One museum. It's the only one in the country. It's the National World War One museum. It's really well done. I think it costs like fifteen bucks or something like that. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Not it's not that expensive. And yeah. you know, if 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 you are in academia, I, I be behoove, behoove you young students to to be mm -hmm. a history. Of, I mean, be a student of history and the world around you. And that museum is a is a good taking off point. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, even if it's not like American history that you're into, like my wife, she likes history, but she's not like a like I'm a bit of a history nerd. 
Um, but what she loved about it was they've got like all the propaganda posters. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she's, you know, like an artist and a graphic designer. So for her, she was like, oh my God, these are so beautiful. (laughs) You know, like, which is like these, the way that they did them. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, absolutely. But then you read the words and you're like, (laughs) yes, yeah, yeah, yes. This is, this is like 14 words left. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, man, what are you, what are you trying to tell me, man? Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, wow, the way that they, you know, like these are really effective. And she thought it was like really you know, yeah. like striking, and like she wanted to spend like the whole f- the whole day, like just looking at the the, the propaganda posters. Yeah, I mean, Agitprop in America, man, is you know it's distinct. It's only two uh, two places in the world where I've seen it. Well, one other place I've only seen it um, as effective, and that's Russia. <laughs> you know, yeah. so and that's a, that's a whole nother. We'll get into that <laughs> in, into a later segment. But, um, <laughs> uh, well, later on in the segment, let's see. You got a uh, uh, oh, okay, else you yeah. Got? So Liberty Memorial. I mean, it, wh- while you're there, you got to take the streetcar. I yep. mean, like, how do you not do that? How do you not? It's free. Again, free. Um, so you take the streetcar. I mean, for the people that are over 21, not to circle back to that, but if you get on the streetcar, you can have yourself a night. You've got basically got a DD. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a little pub crawl, go up and down. Because yeah. bu- it goes dr- just uh, like two and a half miles, I think, mm-hmm. up and down Main Street. Mm-hmm. And they got really good restaurants downtown. I'm, I'm not, I don't have any of them put up in front of me. Um, mm-hmm. But they have really great restaurants downtown. So if you ever decided to go down there and hang out, I mean, Power and Lights, a, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place. The Daiquiri Bar down there is pretty cool if you like hip hop crowds. Um, yeah. uh, you got Power, 18th and Vine. Power and Lights basically a mall of bars. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you, like you walk in, it's just like three <laughs> levels of like, okay, well, there's this outlet, there's this outlet. I mean, that's pretty much what it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, you're right. It's a if, wall if, of bars. If you're you, right. If, if you didn't want to drink while you were there, you could. I mean, and it's also pretty cool to go during like the Big Twelve tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or like big soccer games and yeah. stuff like that, um, because they have huge watch parties, mm-hmm. uh, like in the middle of it. Yeah, the um the college basketball experience, the um yeah. the history of the, the history of the NCAA museum down. I'm, I'm butchering this name um, uh, right now, but I've been down there, and that's, uh, that's cool, you know, just for mm-hmm. just to go hang out one day if you got time. I mean, hopefully, uh, by the time some of y'all get out of here, they'll have the train ex- tr- the train extended to UMKC. Yeah. So that'll be an easy trek for you to make, and I mean, just to go somewhere and have fun and just get away from the 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 rigor uh, the rigmarole of being a a college student, just you know, everyday, you e- know. everyday studying, yeah. tutoring, you know, whatever. So <laughs> read, write, yeah. study, read, write, study, read, write, study, <laughs> or come to a studio and record podcast, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy, you know, yeah. biology, you want to, you want to yeah. build computers, whatever, whatever you do here at UMKC, <laughs> uh, hopping on the, uh, on the light rail and going downtown is, is not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, you got I mean, worlds of fun. Well, the 18th of Vine, I want to get back to that. I got to oh, yeah. cut you off on that. Yeah. 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 18th of Vine, you know, but if, if, if you want to experience Black culture, Kansas City, even, you know, from professional black culture to, to the trap of the trap, 18 Vine. 18 Vine is where you is where you can go. You know? Like uh, a historic jazz district, yeah, too. I mean, yeah. so, like, in that area, you've got Arthur Bryant's, which mm-hmm. is, like, the first place that ever served burn ends. Yep, first place. Um, which is the, you know, barbecue staple of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got, you know... Jazz music. I mean, if you if you're yeah. a real you got night the jazz, out. you got the jazz museum. <laughs> you got Soiree down there. Was kind of like a uh, uh, um, it's an upscale bar. Um, yeah. I mean, there's the Negro Leagues baseball museum. Yeah, you got the Negro Leagues baseball museum. You got the Juke House. Um, mm-hmm. There's mutual musicians. I yeah, imagine. mutual musicians. <laughs> like you know, for all my you know people who want to hang out like late night, late night, you can go five in the yeah, morning. Yeah, five or six in the morning, and you can go to mutual <laughs> musicians over there, and you can you can see somebody play a live set, whether it be on cello or whether mm-hmm. it be on bass or piano. So five o'clock in the morning, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you can party to your heart's content. <laughs> and it's the most eclectic, eclectic group of people you'll ever see. Oh yeah, yeah. For all for, for, for all of my progressives out here, and you know, humanists, like yeah, that's for you. That's your spot. You know, and I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a lot of y'all in that Zuma crowd. You know, so um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, uh, well, well, you got Missy B's. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm just hey. Yeah, on 39th. Yeah, Street. on 39th Street, like uh, you know, for for the LBGTQ community here yeah. in the area, um, you got Missy B's. Missy um, B's, hamburger Marys. Hamburger Marys. Um, uh, well, no, Woody's is closed. They closed Woody's? Yeah, they did. Oh wow. Yeah, well, I think it's just Hamburger Mary's extended. Okay, it's the okay, same okay. Owner. okay, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, he just, he just, he just I only know that because we just went there. to, uh, we were talking about this. I just went to Misab the other day. Okay. And so, like, that's right across the way. Okay. So, like, <laughs> when I was waiting for my wife outside, I was like, oh, it looks like Woody's is closed and Hamburger Mary's extended. Well, hey. Big ups to Hamburger Mary's, man, for that for that extension of your business. You know, mm-hmm. Woody's is around for a long, uh, for a while though. That was legendary, man. We appreciate what y'all did for the Metro. Yeah, um, you know, it's funny. The first time I went there, I didn't realize like it was a gay bar. We were just going to the Uptown Theater, and uh, we walked uh, from like our buddy's apartment who, over there in Westport. Mm-hmm. So we, we just walked up and we're like, oh, let's you know get, pop into this bar real quick. Uh, <laughs> and so we were just sitting there, and I'm like looking around. And I'm like, why? Like, all these TVs are on figure skating. <laughs> like, I was like, that's real. <laughs> like, what is, what kind of play? And then I was like, oh, it's a gay bar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Like, but it took me a while to get it. Because yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Woody Woodpecker. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I know America is trying to take us back. You know, we, we all get it, man. But look, fellowship with your, your, your LBGTQ people. Yeah. Y'all probably got more similarities than y'all have differences, man. You know, oh, and that's sure. that's one way we move towards progressivism and egalitarianism. You know, I don't know what your religious beliefs are or whatever propaganda you've been you've been <laughs> they've been falling down your throat about gay people all these years, man. But they're not your enemy, man. You know, so uh, they're absolutely not. Yeah, they're absolutely not, man. They're really you know? a good time. Yeah, really, really a good time, man. No matter where you go in the world, man. You know, like. You you hop off a ship overseas somewhere, man. You just trying to go hang out. You don't know what's in that room, bro. <laughs> you know, like for real though. You just I've never been here. Um, I'm trying to find somewhere to hang out. They say, hey, they playing music over here, so this is where we go. And it's just yeah. everybody in a room, you know, whether it's trans people, whether it's gay people, whether it's straight people, whether it's black people, whether it's African people, whether it's European people, um, well, excuse me, not European people, but uh, Spanish people, German people, whatever. You know, just we, we just all trying to hang out, have fun, man. You know, um, uh, and they are human just like we are. And, uh, yeah. you know, around Kansas City, they, they, they have a pretty um, – They're a pretty tight yeah, community. Yeah, pretty tight community around here, man, yeah. you know. And they, they they bring an element to the city that's needed, you know, because you can really just go in those spaces and just be who you are, you know. They're exactly. like anti – just anti-judgment. Anti, those, those are really anti-racist spaces, you know. Yeah. And that's what we all striving for. Yeah. Regardless of, you know, what your sexuality or what your – you know, whatever your beliefs may be or values or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I assure you if you went to Missy B's, you're – Probably not gonna have a bad time. Nah, I've been here before. Like, <laughs> you know cool. I mean? like yeah. I, I, it's really just like a jubilant event. Yeah. <laughs> like basically anytime. Yeah, it's just it's it's it's, it's the totality of the human experience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just say it plainly. You know, like no matter where we go in the world for thousands of years, they have been here. Mm-hmm. So this continued hate, because you know, just. Ten years ago, it was gay marriage. Now it's trans people in bathrooms. You know, just long da 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 da. We're going right again. We're, going, <laughs> We're doing it again. We're doing it again, man. I'm yeah. about to start doing donuts in here, man. So well, <laughs> we we can flip it back. Uh, well, if you if you are part of the LGBTQ uh, plus community, there are uh, plenty of student organizations. Oh, super. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like they have uh, many. There's the uh, alliance. There's you know, 
look for anything with student groups and look that's that's perfect to the next segue exactly yeah um, look at that that's a um, that's a professional move right there man professional look <laughs> I, I, look i appreciate you tom because i'll be going off the rails sometimes i have my little tangents oh no me too to, I, I was about to go on one hey i had to bring a figure skating <laughs> through the whole thing <laughs> did a pirouette back we back we, we back on balance man yeah uh so yeah uh student groups man um uh, please get involved like um uh what students don't know is that um uh well I'm I'm not gonna say don't know, but don't pay much attention to is how much they pay in student fees and and understanding where that money is going. That money is is just sitting in a in a in a bank account somewhere for you to use, like mm-hmm. for you to go on to hold events for your organization, for you to go on competitions, for y'all to 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 go to leadership conferences, for you to hold um uh you know uh, recruiting events like. Each organization can get five thousand dollars to 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 do what they want to 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 support their organization and their community and UMKC at the same time and just you know live fully in the college experience. So get involved. Um, uh, there's so many things that are open back up on campus too. You like what the Writing Center, yeah, uh, uh, Miller Nichols Library, very cool place. Um, uh, Sound Ar- uh, Sound Archives. Um, what is it, Chuck? Uh, Chuck. Hagel, he does a show on KCUR or whatever. Um, who runs it over there? Uh, Chuck Hagel? No, not Hagel. Uh, I was like, not the politician. No, it's not Hagel. It's, <laughs> uh, his name is Chuck. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm blanking names today. But uh, uh, shout out to him because he gave us a tour of Marson Archives. Uh, was supposed to go over there pre-COVID <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Professor Elam's class uh, and didn't make it because they shut everything down. But uh, uh, yeah, they had the largest, I think. Uh, contemporary jazz collection in the world. I mean, makes sense. Kansas City is known for jazz. Um, uh, and just for for students, creators, especially ones that work in communications, uh, um, that place is a gold mine for material for you to cut and use um, uh, in your own material. So um, uh, take advantage of the student orgs. You know, please. Oh man, I mean, even just the the research libraries. Um, what is it, uh, Chris and the student union Mm -hmm. or in the bookstore like if you have any question about like history about umkc or kansas city like he's your guy like he'll find like i went there just for like a auxiliary like i was trying to figure out something about oh i was trying to i was trying to write this piece about um how umkc handled the 1918 pandemic um and so i just went i was like oh do you know if there's any and he (laughs) He sent me a file of because back then it was just uh, the law school was the only thing that existed. The mm-hmm. rest of U- or University of Kansas City at mm-hmm. that point didn't exist. He sent me a file of like just records and records and records of like anything that had ever <laughs> like yearbooks from that time. Like, I mean, you can the resources you have that you can pull from uh, for research or for uh, things like that. I mean, it's it's I don't want to say unlimited, but I mean, you can. You can get just about anything you need. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go find that guy. I mean, just Miller Miller Library in general, mm-hmm. like like for all the academics in yeah, here. Chris like Wolf. Chris Wolf. Okay, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. definitely definitely um get in contact with him this semester to see mm-hmm. if I can you know I, I, that's another resource you know. Mm-hmm. You got Professor Kraski. Shout out to him. Uh, KCUR and Kansas City Star Legend. You mm-hmm. have Professor Elam, who was a who was a radio you know um legend in our own right here around kansas city you got professor elliott who was you know deep in the film world like i just are the college of arts and sciences and just our department in communications is just man it's love like i mm-hmm. i grew up here all my life 26 years before i left and i never understood the you know the amount of resources and just the gold mining umkc is so we appreciate y'all you know we really do um 
what other professors we can give a shout out to before we before we get Professor off here today? Mullen. Professor Mullen. Literally yeah. Texted him oh, okay. Right yeah, we got. Yeah. Oh, we coming, Mullen. We got to drop off that equipment, man. Um, <laughs> well, that's uh, why he was just like, ah, oh, just before five. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. We ain't, we ain't gonna be too long. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, shout out to Kansas City friends of Alvin Ailey. Oh, um, for sure. That's what we've been both working on this summer. Yeah, we took a summer school class. Took a chance, man. That's just how life works. Got a random email Same. about yeah, yeah, random email about taking a summer production yeah. course. And Here's something for new students: check your student email. Yeah, please. <laughs> you get some opportunities that oh. are pretty cool. Uh, I mean, this is how both of us got that opportunity and, and, and the scholarships. We will, but we'll get to that one next one. But shout out to <laughs> uh, to to Mr. Tyrone Aiken and. Uh, the uh, Maisha, who was a UMKC student, um, uh, uh, alumni, uh, Miss Yvette, who's a UMKC alumni, uh, Marcus, who was a UMKC student at the conservatory, kid uh, was the um, uh, uh, modern dance instructor for Ailey Camp this summer, just killed it, man. So um, Ailey Camp is basically, uh, so Alvin Ailey was kind of a, fam- a world-renowned uh, Com- uh, composer, you yeah, would say, dancer, dance, uh, da- yeah, dancer, yeah. dance composer. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City friends of, or friends of Kansas City friends of Alvin Ailey was founded um, as like a second home to his dance troupe, nineteen eighty four, and from that um, they started this camp for middle school kids, uh, where they take uh, kids from the Kansas City public schools, and they basically over the course of like four or five weeks, like give them like the instill the discipline and follow through of learning how to do all these different dance things where they put on a big program at the end yeah and it, it was just it was a marvel experience and so we that's what we we were doc we've been documenting this summer and uh it's incredible yeah like it's uh yeah it's it one of the best experiences i've had in umkc so far man you yeah. know and I think you know the, the best that anybody ever put it was that uh <laughs> if anakin skywalker went to ailey camp <laughs> He would have been just fine. Yeah, he'd have been just fine, man. <laughs> like, 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 literally, they whipped them kids in the shape, man. And like, I am a kid from Kansas City, man. Like, I know, I know a trap kid when I see one. Like, <laughs> they was in there, and they whipped them in the shape in the five weeks, man. Five weeks they taught these kids ballet, modern dance, uh, tap, uh, financial literacy, uh, uh, some some. Stenciling and artwork skills. Yeah, personal, they had development. personal development classes. Poetry. Yeah, poetry, creative, creative writing. writing. Yeah. Like, like they they really just gave these kids the ultimate summer experience. Because you know you know how it is, man. You know, like Kansas City, Missouri School District. We already know the history of it. It's been un, it's been unaccredited for almost two decades now. It was on the road to accreditation, uh, but COVID kind of threw a wrench in that. But hopefully, they you know they get it revved back up coming here the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get over the hump of this thing, you know, and for. Kansas City friends of of Alvin Ailey to to provide oh, free. free of charge free for you know, these kids for these kids you know and the parents and the parents um to provide this summer camp and really give these kids like hope outside of 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 what life gives them is it's an amazing thing man so please uh uh who who else we forget we forgot oh Nasha um Nasha Thomas Nasha Thomas um the 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 director of Ailey Camp nationally they have them in like ten other cities uh, mm-hmm. Baltimore and New York City just name a few. Uh, so yeah, it was a really good experience, man. So shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> scholarships yeah. about checking that student email. Yeah, check that email. Check that email, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> like I, I, it sucks because I I had to download Outlook, <laughs> 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 but just link it through Outlook is way easier. And I'm telling you, you need to be able to see it because that's usually how your professors. Are, I mean, it, it makes just sound like an old man. Where you're like, check your student email. 
but like really it's it it's really helpful it's how your professors communicate to you it's how your advisors communicate to you it's how financial aid communicates with you because mm-hmm. that's how you're able to stay on top of things and like deadlines uh for what am i saying for scholarship applications and stuff like that because there are a ton of scholarships available um I mean, depending on what your area of study uh, is, um, you know, some are, have better endowments than others. But nonetheless, you know, there were, I think for College of Arts and Sciences, there were 20 or yeah. so, you know. I think I feel like, like six of them. I got <laughs> I, I got the email. Well, the email came probably weeks, and I just, you know, just in the – I had five classes last semester. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I was on the grind, buddy. So um, – it kind of just went through the uh, slipped through the cracks of my email. And I just happened to notice it two weeks, and you know it's a it's a process. You got to get um uh you have to uh, you uh, need to get a, a faculty member yeah, faculty member and a and a um and, and a just a some uh, so two get, two recommendation letters yeah um, two recommendation letters and you got to um, write an essay yeah you got to write an essay like about yourself yeah like you know that. like it's just you got to you got to do the small work but it's but it's but it's, it's it's worth it it's worth I mean like if it takes you let's say three hours to do that. I mean, three hours for thousands of dollars is pretty legit. Yeah, it's pretty legit, man. <laughs> especially, like, especially playing for school. I mean, UMKC yeah. is not the most expensive university, um, mm-hmm. by no means, but none of this stuff is cheap, you know. Mm-hmm. So why not use a resource? Um, like, I got a I got a scholarship that helped me pay for my summer classes. The class I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this podcast right now is <laughs> is part of a class <laughs> that a scholarship pay for, man. So, mm-hmm. um, um, you won't be able to get any get any for the fall semester, but I'm pretty sure they open up the window for more scholarships uh, around September or October of, of of this fall semester for the spring. So, I I, I be, behoove all of you to use that resource. Um, yeah. Each 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 school has its own individual scholarships, and you know they just got plenty of just general, either statewide or national scholarships. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's a really good three hour investment, like like Tom said for your future. Yeah, I mean, think of how many dollars an hour you're making just doing that. Man, you know, <laughs> like instead of oh, you know what? Let's let's let, let's wrap that back around. Instead of getting on <laughs> the light rail, like we said earlier, <laughs> you know, head downtown to like you know the. <laughs> the the wall of bars that is power and light, you know, or just hangout spots or whatever you yeah. want to do, or you know, riding around on the bird, you know, through the plaza. Uh, yeah. Make sure you spend a Friday night or whatever night you can find during the week and and accomplish that. Like as mm-hmm. soon as that window's open, because the email will be coming, stay in that inbox because yeah. it's it's gems in there. Like we found out about this class that we were just talking so wonderfully about. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna take just some. Random communications course, just to, just a, a credit that was in the three hundred <laughs> hours. That's literally like I was like something that's in the three hundred level. That's all I need. I don't. That's care. all I need, man. I don't care. I was like whatever it is, corporate communication, whatever. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> and then I got that email. I was like, oh, what? What? <laughs> like helping out a nonprofit? You yeah. know, like doing this stuff. Yeah, and it's cool. It's like you know, you giving back to the community. Yeah. You know, and through you, your scholarship. Yeah, through you your know? scholarship. You know. Yeah. And I mean, there, so there are opportunities like that out there. You mm-hmm. know. So check your email. Yeah, and as a UMKC student, you should, you know, just try to give back as much as you can to the local area, you know, because mm-hmm. UMKC is a is a big institution here, and we want to we want to always have our best foot forward, you know, and yeah. giving back to to any marginalized community or any cause in this community is only going to help us, you know, become better as a as a people, you know, and we got to do that through the college experience, and you can too, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we trying to you know optimistic outlook going forward. The school is <laughs> open, opening up August twenty third. We get to live the real college experience because none of us have, you know. Like, yeah, truly, truly, you know. <laughs> so um, I, we all looking forward to that. But 
uh, next segment segment of the show. You know, we got we got to get to objective reality. You know, we're just gonna keep a quick little fifteen minutes about <laughs> talking about what's been going on in all of our lives <laughs> since <laughs> since we last got in here and had this uh this oratory or oratorical therapy that we that we use <laughs> you know, for this podcast. Right. Uh, so you can start that off, time, man. You know, just throw throw a topic out there, uh, man. What's the world looking like? Um, well, there's a number of things going around. Uh, we already talked about Delta. <laughs> we already kind of talked about that for a bit. Um, so there's the election audit. Um, Cyber ninjas. <laughs> they creeping in there yeah, to, to handle all your ransomware. Because these people somehow think that like Italy through a satellite changed. I mean, like there are so many. Absolute crackpot theories. Yeah, bamboo and ballots, baby. Bamboo, <laughs> yeah. like they use some special light yeah. to, to to look at the, the 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 fine paper fibers of the ballot, and it's bamboo in there. It's communist. It came from China. <laughs> exactly. Of course. I mean, like it, it, it's that. I saw another one, uh, and again, like most mainstream, um, you know, non Fox News, non OAN, non Newsmax uh, places don't really cover it. Um, so I've seen this mostly on Twitter. <laughs> But, like, yeah, I, where, you know, if you go and try to look, because occasionally, I, you know, I like to see what other people think. Um, and then fact check it <laughs> immediately. Immediately. <laughs> oh, college students, man. I know we love social media. Uh-huh. But it is important. Like, the, the Sergeant General of the United States got up in front of the entire world yesterday and said that Facebook is the biggest purveyor of misinformation on this vaccine that mm-hmm. there is. Yeah. Like, those people do not speak on those issues. They normally stay—I mean, uh, stay pretty nonpartisan yeah. and apolitical. Like it's important. Like verify yeah. everything that you're getting. You know, please. Like, like, especially those here in academia, they give you the tools here to verify. You know, to understand on, on how to verify what's good media and what's not. Yeah, like it, it is incredibly important. Because, yeah, if you just take stuff on Facebook, I mean, if I would have just walked away from reading that on Twitter, I'd have been like, okay, well, so they stored these files, and then they waited until these people didn't vote, and then afterwards they were able to add those votes in, and there's no bad. And that's absolute, uh, to use a Joe Biden term, malarkey. Yeah, malarkey. <laughs> I'm just going to be real with you, man. It's yeah. horse shit. <laughs> you know? It's, it's absurd. Um, and it's verifiably false, because, I mean, the way that our voting systems work, are there's a there's a paper trail you know like whereas it's recorded di- it's counted digitally they have the, the the physical ballots still you know they don't just throw them away afterwards when you put it into the voting machine it doesn't shred it you know like <laughs> it keeps them there and then what they do they recounted it a yeah, couple times a couple times in several they, different states and now these people want to go in and try to audit it because they don't believe it and it's like guys <laughs> like let it go like <laughs> it, 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 it's over i mean the washington post um, the New York Times. I mean, like there were a whole bunch of these today that had just come out and been like, "Look, they're like they this these people had concluded um, after this audit that there was there was no widespread voter fraud." Yeah, I mean, you know, the the but cyber ninjas in Arizona right <coughs> now. But if you get on Twitter, you wouldn't know that. <laughs> you know, you would have just been on there with like, "Oh, there was a breach and blah 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 and all this stuff." I mean, it's it's. It's disgusting. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I'm just going to keep it playing for y'all, man. Mm-hmm. This is some uh, this is some McCarthyism like level type stuff right here, you know? Like yeah. um history is our guide and it should be so we don't make the the mistakes of our forefathers. And we seem like with a lot of 
uh, racism, misogyny, xenophobia, broad conspiracy theories seem to be going down that route. Um, So please, as a college student, verify everything that you that you pull off of these sites. I don't care if you got a double, triple, quadruple check, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they've they've I mean, all over the country, man, Georgia. Three, three recounts. I think Pennsylvania, to do it in Michigan too. Yeah, Michigan. You know, yeah. like, like, this is fascism, y'all. I like, mean, the one I, in Arizona cost them three million dollars. Taxpayer money. Yeah, to do it again. And they just said it. They, they said it only take three weeks, and they just sat in front of the 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 Arizona uh, Senate and said they need more time. <laughs> like, well, because they haven't found anything. Like real auditors who like really do this, like real government employees who ain't like you know the the deep state of you know socialists or communists or however Marxists <laughs> and, and BLM and you know whatever man, however you want to frame this, um, uh, they know how to do audits. They'd have been done probably. I mean, I've seen real audits done in the military, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> by real government agencies and when they come in here they're not playing no games bro you know <laughs> yeah. like they're like ncis like I, I know it's all sensationalized on, on tv and all of that but dude it's real like it's really real and you do not want them people breathing down your neck when you made when you broke some federal law that probably cost somebody their life you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so they check triple check quadruple check everything man you know like we've been going through elections in america for 250 some odd years now and all of a sudden because this demon <laughs> believes that there's election fraud then we going on this whole hell bent across the country by trying to kill voting rights you know like yeah well see that's a direct consequence of that it'd be mm-hmm. one thing if it's just like oh he's a narcissist that won't concede but it, it's the the consequences of it which i mean you could say january 6th was a consequence of that and look um I don't even think it's a stretch to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could say that was a consequence of it. You, all these voter suppression laws that they're trying to pot pass, it, it, it has nothing to do with actual voter fraud as much as it does with the wrong people were voting by their eyes. Yeah, the wrong. Uh, who's the wrong people? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna let y'all people figure that out, tan. man. You know, <laughs> like like it's easier. I'm just gonna put it to you like this when it comes to voting rights. All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it like this. It's easier in the state of Texas to vote with a gun permit than it is with a school ID. <laughs> exactly. But now they won't vote or ID. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because, you know, the type of voter that has a gun versus the type of voter who goes to school, they prefer. Yeah, they prefer. You know, <laughs> it sounds, this like seems, it, it, it it seems it, like the right guy to cast the ballot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His vote counts. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the whole thing is it's always been kind of like that. In the very beginning, if you, it was only white male landowners, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then three fifths clause, you know, you know, so there are all these and then they've expanded it, expanded it, expanded it. but like it's, it's all almost always, it seems like they're trying to restrict it back to that. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. They, <laughs> like, unless you own property, unless you're, you know, if they had their way, I'm sure that these things would scale it all the way back to like women can't vote. Oh man. Minorities if, can't vote. If the GOP had their way right <laughs> now, bro, we'd be back in slavery right now. I like, like, look how far we've fallen in the last Five years, man. Just as a country, yeah. you know? So just think about that. And and, and last thing on, on voting rights. In Arizona, they just the, the Supreme Court just put a put another Ugh. dagger in the heart of for, uh, voting rights with that um with that mm-hmm. Arizona case, you know, yeah. allowing all of this crazy dark money into politics, you know. Um, don't have time to get into all that today, but a good <laughs> book um, about dark money in politics, Jane Mayer. Um, uh, what is the name of that book? 
on Bob Fonda right now. I will say while you're looking it up, uh, over the break, I, I read a couple uh, George Orwell books. <laughs> oh, 1984. Yeah, 1984. Read and, it. And Animal Farm. I read them both. If you want to understand fascism, <laughs> those are uh, those are really good books. Yeah. Um, um, you should have read it in high school. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> um, well, I, I did, and it wasn't part of teaching curriculum at, at some of the some of the public schools we was here in Kansas City. See, but, we you know. in school we read it. We read Animal Farm. We didn't read 1981. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just <laughs> Animal Farm short. So <laughs> so I just was like, you know, I'm gonna reread that. See, I bet there's more to it. Than I really understood as a, like a you know sixteen year old Odessa kid, <laughs> so and there is, uh, so so yeah I, I went back and read that and then after that I was like man you know what I never read nineteen eighty four like I just know about it intellectually so I want to actually sit down and read it and I did and man <laughs> like it uh, it really sh- it, it's incredible that that book was written so long ago but it mm-hmm. really kind of reflects a lot of what we're going through right now and it's scary in a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, an- another book to understand what we're living through right now, um or another um author Umberto Eco, um and his 14 uh tenets of fascism, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just as an academic here at UMKC, that's definitely something you should get into, but yeah, this book um Dark Money: The Hidden History of Billionaires Behind the Rise of the Radical Right by Jane Mayer. Um mm-hmm. Uh, 4.6 on Barnes and Noble, 4.3 on Goodreads. Like, if you really want to understand, you know, what, what we were talking about about that Supreme Court case, that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, we already talked about the Delta variant. Oh, the Kremlin Papers. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, it's I, like I, I, the Kremlin Papers. So, the Kremlin notoriously doesn't leak, right? At uh, all. Um. So this is the first time that like there's been like a major leak from the Kremlin. Um, and it it spells out like in well plain Russian. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say plain English, but I was like, no, no plain it's, Russian. It's written, written in Russian. Um, basically, that they were at, Putin himself, like his signatures on it, um, was actively trying to get Donald Trump elected in 2016, and was trying to plant uh, media viruses and sow social discord uh, in the country or in U.S. in the U.S. Um, as part of like their larger objectives of like making quote unquote Western English speaking culture um, seem less appealing. It seems like like it just, it just seems like that's what he's just trying to do is uh, kind of break down the unity of like the EU. Yeah. And uh, Western democracy, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm just in context. Uh, this goes back to my military background. Mm-hmm. Like this dude was a former spy. KGB for yeah. the KGB, and honestly, the KGB in this heyday was greater than the FBI, mm-hmm. you know, greater than the CIA. They caused far more chaos across the world than what we did, you know. Um, because number one, the United States at least tries to keep the images is is, is that they perform from a from a an, an ethical and a moral foundation. Right. In places like Russia, nah, I mean, I don't give a damn about that, bro. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like speaking out against the government, I mean. It's cool. It's sound freedom of speech is so cool in America, man. But you go to places like that, bro, and you will disappear. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, his what is his name? Uh, oh gosh, it's uh, Navalny. Alexei Navalny. Navalny. I was mm-hmm. like Navalny, but Navalny. I mean, they've tried to kill him a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this dude has been like in in the last five years of our life. He's he's poisoned several people mm-hmm. um, within 
uh, his circle of influence that he finds or feels to be enemies of Russia. You know, he's invaded several countries like this is Ukraine. This dude is a real killer. Like like America and its and its imperialism is responsible for a lot of death in the world and in in the in the name of of infinite growth and, you know, and capitalism and, and GDP and, you know, however you want to frame it, man, you know. Mm-hmm. But this guy personally, I'm telling you, you know, has killed some people <laughs> for sure. Oh, you know, 100%. With his own hands. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a different level of of evil when it comes to somebody that runs an entire country. And is and not only that, kind of like unilaterally runs a country. Yeah, unilaterally runs a country. <laughs> you know? There's not like, much pushback. Nah. Like the, maybe an oligarch or two. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine... There, I've heard rumors that like he might be the richest person in the world. Really. Yeah, like yeah. if you actually accounted for all of his uh, kind of hidden money, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of it there. I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. like after the Soviet Union folded, yeah, he strategically took over every industry in that country and turned it into a, to an oligarchy for it can, it can serve him, the government, and himself. I yeah. mean, in, in in the small you know There's circle of influence that he has around him, right, politically and. Culturally and socially, um, but yeah, I mean, th- like this memo memo went even to the. I mean, it basically verified the PP tape. <laughs> Look, man, it, it did where they had a compromise. Compromise. That's a, a Russian word for compromise, man. It's like such a cool word. The spy game is real. I mean, that um, what's that? What's that show to come on FX? The 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 others, the Russians, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it seems really cool in three in 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 theatrics in America. You know, um, simulation culture and in, in, in entertainment. But that stuff is real, man. Like we had real briefs every every country we went to, and guess who was on them briefs? Stay out of contact with 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 Russian agents. <laughs> like every brief that 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 no matter what country we went to, man, they have a strong, especially in Europe. They're everywhere, everywhere. Like the tentacles of fascism uh, and Christian conservatism, uh, Christian conservatism from a Russian standpoint is all over. The, the Arab and the, the European world, man. So Syria. Like, Syria. Like like this cat is dangerous, man. And Trump has been has been buddy buddy with this dude um since probably since the nineteen eighties, man, as far <laughs> as we know. I, I mean, you know, like and he, this guy principally wants to see the destruction of America. You know? There's there is no doubt about it. So Oh yeah, no he's no <laughs> I don't think there's any love loss from Putin to no. the US. Mm at now, all. I will say though um, with that Guardian report, I I would follow the story, um, and just to make be sure that this stuff bears out because like it, it it does seem too good to be true. I mean, it looks legit and it's reported in a legit source. I mean, the Guardian's not a trash publication, but mm-hmm. I would say continue to follow it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, continue to follow the breadcrumbs. Uh, it it does make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you got the Russia report, you got Manafort, you got Julian Assange, and and well, and, and email. Well, that's hacks. why I say that is because the guy that wrote it, he uh, he made like a big mistake before. Like he wrote that uh, I think it was Manafort went to meet Assange at this place at this time, and yeah, it yeah, he got some misinformation, man. Just just like Rudy Giuliani got got <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody somebody led him down the wrong path, bro. You right know? on one thing, but just because yeah, he yeah. got that one, I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was yeah. like. Eh, tread lightly but yeah. it, it does seem like uh who <laughs> seems I mean, pretty bad trump is still running around the country eight months later having rallies saying he the president man so i don't oh, really no, saying he won by a landslide <laughs> so you know i don't really put nothing past this demagogue man. well that's you the know? thing too is like any one of these states if you know they found mass voter fraud let's say they did in arizona biden still won <laughs> like if it, it, not a single one of these states um flips it because it was like 306 to 
22, 23, something like that. Yeah. I like, don't even remember the numbers, man. It's like th- he needs like 50 <laughs> electoral college votes. Like unless California was remarkably red. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I don't know how that's going to happen. You know, like what are you talking about? What are we doing? You know what? On, on, the, daily, on the Daily Wire around election time, I seen a map that had California and, 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 and Wisconsin and a bunch of other places that Trump lost red. I was like, these people are really crazy, man. You know, like nuts. <laughs> they, they thought he was going to win California? Yeah. California. Wow. <laughs> California at that. You know? I mean, don't get me wrong, not all of California's liberal. Nah. Northern California's dangerous, boy, for anybody, <laughs> you know, anybody that ain't really a neo Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you don't want to go off in the woods up there, man. But you know, <laughs> Trump will never win California, man. Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think a Republican will ever win no, California. No, never. Again. You know? Mm-hmm. Not unless California becomes its own island and it, it, and it, and it you know, departs from America. It breaks <laughs> off or something like that, you know? Yeah, who did, who's the last one? Probably Reagan? Reagan, maybe? yeah. Did he win California? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm so. sure he did. Well, because, yeah, he was governor there. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> no no more no more Reagan references for, <laughs> for this podcast, man. But yeah, the the Kremlin papers give us a, a great segue into into the next thing. That's the, we still we still living through January sixth, people. Mm-hmm. They still arresting people. They still putting out new footage. Uh and yeah. you know, they've they've made Ashley Babbitt a martyr. Yeah. Which I don't understand. I, I, I don't why is she why is she why why that person? Like she was they act like she was just walking around and got shot. <laughs> and it was like, no, she was trying to break through to like where Congress people were. Yeah. I mean, like she was it was the literal last line of defense when she got shot. I mean, yeah. like they were feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, probably about twenty feet, thirty yeah. feet. You could see Schumer off and off yeah. the you know, yeah, he's just yeah. looking like Yeah. They really just popped that girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's they warned her a million times. She jumped. I mean, like that's if if there's a villain there, I mean, I I feel bad for her. I'm glad I feel bad that she got shot, but I honestly I think the real villain is the the people who push the lie that made her do so convinced by it yeah. that she was willing to give her life. Yeah. And also, she probably just was like, "There's no way they're gonna shoot me." <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I, it, she is no way is a martyr. I'm like, hey man, she her her death is senseless. Is senseless, it, you yeah, know. Like it was, it was stupid. Like misinformation was, killed her, you know. White yes. supremacy killed her, mm-hmm. like for real, for real. Because this is where this inf- misinformation is coming from. Yeah. A, th- a thousand percent. Like, if 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 you deduce any one of these culture wars down to to its least common denominator, white supremacy is is the root of that problem, you know. And it and it and it, you know, it spawns out to many tentacles from there, you know. Yeah. Um, so that girl lost her life for that, and uh, you know, you better than me. I don't have no sympathy, man. Like I've, <laughs> I've seen the power of law enforcement in the United States government. Right. They do not around. Like even even if you in Washington D.C. and you and and you would just be walking around just just making some noise, uh, you know, about mm-hmm. how you hate the United States government. The Secret Service is pulling up on you, buddy. Yeah. You know, like. She's a veteran, man. That's another part that just pains me. There's like, a lot of veterans. I know, I know. That were there. I know, man. I know. A lot of the Proud Boys. A lot of the lot Proud of the Oath, Boys. I mean, a lot of the Oath Keepers. Yeah. Granted, yeah. I think a lot of the Oath Keepers are LARPers. Yeah, a lot of them. You know, they got <laughs> white supremacy is one hell of a drug, bro. You know? <laughs> white supremacy is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug, man. You know? The, hey, that's the thing for this year, too. We giving us a, a, a Chappelle reference every every podcast, man. You know, so you Zoomers can get in on some real comedy, man. You I think know? he's on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even still, you know, it sound it sound better coming from us, you know. White supremacy is a hell of a drug. The hell of a drug, you know. But man, like like uh 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 
like they've arrested over 500 people around here. I'm like, we still living through this moment. The Republican Party has said no mm-hmm. on the commission, so now it looks partisan and the Democrats is going on and on. Like, they spent more time on Benghazi, man. Guess where I was at when Benghazi went down? I was out there, bro. <laughs> like, I don't even know, man. They spent a ton of time on Benghazi. <laughs> Uh, an entire year, man, you know? <laughs> and I got people out here that sit next to me, got on the same damn uniform that I got on, and they telling me that Hillary Clinton is a is a child molester and, you know. Drinking the blood of yeah, kids. Drinking the blood of kids and mm-hmm. she's part of some global cabal, you know? It's <laughs> like, man, we were just there. Yeah. I don't think it's her. <laughs> yeah, man, this is like, uh, like we destroyed Libya, man. We, we destabilized that country. So we left a... A small contingent of diplomats and military members over there, and you take an oath, bro. You know, mm-hmm. you understand if you over some if if you are you over somewhere and you just get got by the enemy United States and shit, bro. That, you know, it's kind of on you, buddy. You know, <laughs> there really ain't no free course for that. Like, like that's what you sign up for. You know? Yeah, I think I, I think Benghazi was a tragic situation. But it was. I, I don't. I don't think that Hillary Clinton did it. I don't think that she was responsible for it. No, those things uh, happen. Yeah, like it sucks. It really does, but yeah. like, it wasn't a treasonous act by anybody. By, by any means, but yeah, these people just. Meanwhile, tried yeah, <laughs> about twenty five thousand people stormed the Capitol. Yeah, and oh well, you know, we don't need to investigate that. They're they're good God God loving, law abiding, patriotic Americans. You know? Man, just from reading um reading you know all these excerpts from the you know last year of Trump's books, you know like the I'm sorry the last year of Trump's presidency, the books that are coming out about it. <laughs> boy um one of them today i was just reading and they said that from the time that trump got back from his uh what am i saying uh, from giving that speech whenever he said we're gonna walk down there mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just he didn't uh <laughs> no nah, he, went, he went back to the security of the secret service in that office man so we can watch it go down yeah he was just glued to his television the mm-hmm. whole time um, at no point during that time did he contact any midi- anybody in the military. No. I didn't contact any police officers, didn't do any of that. Um, Mike Pence was the one who gave the orders to send the National Guard to do all these different things. Um, didn't didn't call any of them. Didn't no. do nothing. No empathy at all, man. Yeah. You know? And, and the literally. Other th- the other thing, oh, so you remember that, that statement that he put out where he came out, and he, you know, where he was uh, did a quick video mm-hmm. where he was like, oh, you know, we all love you, go home in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, so that video, which was awful, mm-hmm. um, that was the third take. The first two were worse. Um, that is one of the things that I just, I was like, man, I would kill to see that footage. <laughs> well, I wouldn't kill. Let yeah, me, but, you Let me be clear, I since we're talking about what yeah, we're talking about. As, as, a, <laughs> as journalism students and, and, and yeah. future journalists and creators, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and academics, maybe historians, who knows which, which route we'll go after we leave these, uh, these hollow halls in UMKC. We would want to know what was on that tape. <laughs> yeah, because they literally said, like one of the one of the sources said that it was the one that was released was the most palatable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was you like, know. you use the term palatable, <laughs> like that's, <ugh. laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. No, just reading all this stuff. I mean, the New York Times had a uh, a thing where they recreated through like social media footage. Oh, watch that! Watch that! I watched it. Yeah, the, it's like the, forty minutes. The visual investigation of, of the Capitol riot. They had the yeah. The um the Irish guy uh doing the voiceover um, yeah can't remember his name talk about um, David Attenborough no not him just another another prominent media dude here now oh, okay, um okay. I can't remember his name though it's like David Attenborough Scottish uh yeah <laughs> uh, look shout out to David a- a- Attenborough man he's standing up in front of the the whole world telling you that climate change is real and, oh hundred percent 
this guy has been in been in a submarine uh, that went to the bottom of the ocean. He studied every ecological probably fact on this planet, man. You know. Yeah. No. David Edinburgh basically is like, "Hey, you like my voice? <laughs> <laughs> you like watching these pretty pictures? Guess what? Climate change." <laughs> It, it literally has become almost like a drinking game at home with me and my wife when we watch these. Because <laughs> like, it's like, wait for it, and the polar bears are about to die. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Look, January 6th, man, just know that was Trump's rice tag moment, man. Like, uh, as, as a student of history, um, the excerpts didn't even come out from this book, man. Like, like General Milley, like, mm-hmm. again, from a, from a, you know, being on the inside perspective, man. Those people don't speak in those ways. They do not. Yeah, they mili- do not come out in public. Nah, not 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 the man who was the head of of all five mil- military branches in yeah. this country. Like he Chairman is not. Of the Joint Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs of Staff. he is not coming out and making public statements against the office of the presidency. And he's had to do that several times. Uh, psh, great segue, CRT. <sighs> My oh. God, how's the how 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 that has blown up since we've yeah been out of school you know it felt like um the last time we were talking i mean like critical race theory was known (laughs) like it was gaining popularity post um george floyd because Mm -hmm. like you had uh ibram x kendi Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if isabella but you get it it was starting to build some popular now the pushback is strong (laughs) it is all over i mean like every conservative news outlet is talking about you know how evil critical race theory is and all this stuff yeah man it doesn't make any sense to me it's the 1776 project on steroids yeah you know but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is deliberate you know mm-hmm. like i just read a stat and since y'all love stats my 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 1350 nazi crowd you know y'all love pulling fbi crime statistics stats and all of this stuff to to to, to try to justify the imprisonment or killing of of, of anybody non-white so let me get you one right here i think fox news mentioned CRT a few thousand times over the month of June. Prior to that, man, that thing didn't did not make a segment, man. You know? That's just let you know like like there's a there's a consistent push. I, every conservative media outlook is producing content upon content upon content upon content about critical race theory, man. And critical race theory is nothing I even heard about in academia. Um uh, until they brought this around, like it's 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 in a nutshell, it just analyzes laws that that obviously have racist, misogynic, or xenophobic yeah. intent. You know, it just it's, it's a lens to view things through. I don't think anybody lives their life no, in critical race theory. It's a lens of analysis, man. That's yeah, all it is to be like, how does this affect race relations? And you know, like it, for example, like whenever and you could see it in a lot of places. I mean, mm-hmm. like you, <laughs> like what we were just talking about with truce. I mean, like. They that became the dividing line. Truist used to be a really really nice neighborhood, you know, like that whole street yeah. was. I mean, back in the day, beautiful man, beautiful homes. Like I mean, e- even if you look today, I mean, a lot of them are unfortunately run down yeah. or abandoned. Um, but there's still these giant houses, you know, like you see these houses that were at one time gorgeous, and like that comes from if you look at why it is the way it is today through critical race theory, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, it's not appropriate for every situation, but it's appropriate for a lot of situations. For a lot of them. <laughs> you know, like, for that one particularly, because you're like, oh, okay, well, this was the line that they were drawing uh, to be the race line, because they were trying to keep a white school uh, in the Kansas City Public Schools, and they were also trying to, because it was post-segregation, you know, they were trying to keep property values up over here and down over there, you know, like, all this stuff. 
and so it's like whenever you you know look into like there are some things where it applies mm -hmm. you know and to pretend that it doesn't is ins is insane. It's insanity man you know and it's just like it's one of those things where <laughs> all these people um conservative commentators etc that are so anti uh critical race theory um i think it's just a matter of like it it, it in it speaks to their base demographic. It, it incites white rage. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think that's why they bring it up so much, because even if you just break it down to the literal words, critical race theory, mm -hmm. um, those are words that like your average, you know, Joe fifth si grader, your 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 average Joe six pack, <laughs> yeah, is gonna be like, well, I don't like, <laughs> you know, like it's gonna get upset. You know, like those words suggest that like if you're a white person, you probably you know did some bad stuff. <laughs> like, um, and that's okay, man. We forgive y'all. Okay. Like, you know, like. Well, what I'm getting at shit. is that, like, I, I I own an old house. My house is uh, 95 years old. Okay, um, I can't like it, the, our floors are a little wavy because <laughs> we've got wood floors and they're beautiful and crown moldings and all that stuff. But like, I can't just sit around and act like, well, it's not my fault that these wood <laughs> that this is like this. And it's like, well, yeah, it's not. But it's still a problem, you yeah. know. Like that—that's exactly what's going on with America right now. When white people are like, "Well, I didn't do this." Well, like, yeah, sure not. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't, but the previous owners did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like that's—that's that's the thing is that you still have that problem, and you can't just ignore it because it just gets worse. I mean, you just look at public policy, man. You could just look at the war on drugs. Like, just uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a pertinent example over the last forty years, man. Like, like it has devastated entire communities based on uh, racism. <laughs> like the guys who wrote those bills didn't particularly have black people in the forefront of their minds, you know, who allowed the the mountains of cocaine to flow through the country through the 1980s and 70s to destabilize whole communities, you know, like yeah, I think that the, I think is it was used. Theory. I think it was used as a tool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, specifically, okay, what was it Nixon that started the drug war? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like Nixon very specifically didn't it? All the people that he didn't like <laughs> and that didn't like him, um, the common denominator was most of them smoke weed. <laughs> you know, like most of them either smoke weed or did cocaine or drugs in some sort. Uh, counterculture in general was pretty into drugs. So that and minorities, there you go. And that's where it starts is they're trying to, he was trying to suppress the people he didn't like. Mm -hmm. And then it just continued. It just now it's focused on, or not now, it's been focused on minorities. I mean, if you just look at the stati statistics, mm -hmm. Of um, you know, marijuana is a perfect example. Like marijuana usage is this about the same. About the same. But we go to jail, like at what is it like a five times more, four times more? Yeah. You know. <sighs> so, but yeah, you know, don't apply critical race theory lens. Yeah. <laughs> Do not. You know. Otherwise, you're a you're a terrorist or you're a communist or you hate America. You know, whatever dummy trope they come up with it to to, to try to fear monger people. Yeah, it just um, turns it's like know, oh manufacture your consent. Yeah. Oh, you're you're a divergent person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's it's this whole you're not like we're not as a country and I, I don't think we should be a homogenous group of people. You know, like where everybody's it's not the 50s. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, like cuz that's what they were really going like conformity was like a, such a big deal mm -hmm. with uh, the church. Yeah. Everything. Like we're not like that. Um and I don't think we should be. And this idea of like trying to chastise the other, you know, the the generalized <laughs> other, mm -hmm. or the specific other in the case of particular minorities, whether that be black, Asian, gay, you know, it's uh, 
it's kind of sickening. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It's a it's it's a backlash to progress. Uh, progress to just oh, wrap yeah. wrap this segment up, man. Like, oh yeah, I mean, we took a couple steps forward. Yeah, and they're ready to take us a couple steps backwards. But now, white supremacy has went balls to the wall, buddy. You mm-hmm. know, because I mean, the war on drugs is just the whitewashed version of you know the KKK rising after Reconstruction. Right. You know, um. Critical race theory is a back is is backlash from the progress of of blacks, gays, immigrants, and minorities over the last thirteen years. Like people, just take time and just look back at history. Like the same words they say about BLM and CRT and LBGTQ plus are the same words that used against the civil rights movement, like almost to the T, yep. you know? You're a communist, you're a Marxist, yep. you're a socialist, you're a hater of America, so on and so forth. I didn't gotta go through all the, 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 the linguistic propaganda tricks that they use through conservative media every day to get y'all to understand this, man, but we gotta move, we gotta do better, y'all. <laughs> Got to. God, look, we gotta. I, I want to find a thing for this semester so bad, man. But we just seem to be like just it's just train wreck after train wreck lately, you know. <laughs> uh, speaking of train wreck, last segment, of, last talking point of, of the segment, climate change. Oh yeah, it's been a big part of our lives for the summertime, man. I, let's talk about it, Tom. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you've got, I mean, what seems like objective evidence of climate change happening. You've got every year we've got more and more hurricanes. We've got Somehow in the Pacific Northwest, we've got 114 degree temperatures. Um, we talked about this, but like my brother lives in Seattle. Um, he was bragging when he bought his house that his house has AC because like nobody up there has it. And I mean, now it looks like you're going to need it going forward. <laughs> you know, I think that's a sign of climate change. You got the flooding in Europe or in Germany specifically, where they've got like a thousand or thirteen hundred people missing and like a hundred dead confirmed. Yeah, you know. Like there, all these extreme weather things. Those are uh, those. Those aren't coincidental. No, not at all. <laughs> like, I don't even believe in coincidence at this point in my life. Yeah. Like, like there is an A, and there is a Z, and there is a process to get from A to Z. And this climate change is all part of the process. I mean, mm-hmm. the West is under a, a thousand, two thousand year drought right now. Like. Lake Mead is at the lowest levels. The Colorado River is at the lowest levels. Like, I can remember going to these places. Like, I first seen the um, the Hoover Dam when I was, like, I don't know, 17, I think, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. And to see, like, it was at full capacity then. This was in the late 90s. And just to see 20 years in this, like, the Colorado River and and the Hoover Dam are the, the, the main water supply of the entire West Coast. Mm-hmm. And they are, it. There will be a federal emergency before the end of the summer, you know, in terms of drought. Yeah, um, they've started like restricting uh, intake and stuff already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had the earliest named hurricane on ref- record. It was a dud. You know, it didn't do too much damage, but even still, like, yeah. Name name a time in your lifetime that you can remember a hurricane coming through in June. Yeah. On the on the west side of Florida, not the east side, the west side of Florida, you know, like they haven't had hurricanes on the west side of Florida um, to do any damage in over 100 years, man. Like like this is a continuing trend, like the entire Pacific Northwest is on fire right now um, um, going, you know, outside of that heat wave. I mean, in Canada, whole towns burned down like like 
I don't know. I don't know how many hundreds of miles that certain territories in Canada, uh, Canada it are from the Arctic Circle, but they experienced 120 some odd degrees. Yeah. Like a billion shellfish cooked in a day. A billion shellfish. Like this thing is here and it's going to fundamentally change the face of humanity forever if we don't start doing something about it. Um, I I heard a stat that was kind of incredible. Um, it is that um, in the entirety of of like since single cell organisms, um, in the last two hundred years, is when ninety percent of any animal that's gone extinct has gone extinct in the last two hundred years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking all the way back to dinosaurs, including dinosaurs. Okay, so clearly. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something is wrong. And you yeah. know what? You know what's been going on in the last two hundred years? The industrial, industrial revolution. revolution <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. it is I mean, look, man, the the Gulf of Mexico was on fire. The ocean was on fire. Was on fire, buddy. Like, yeah. like, how do you do that? Like that? I saw the impossible that day. Like, I've <laughs> I've been to I've been on every ocean except the Arctic Ocean. I have never. I've seen tens of millions of oil rigs. <laughs> on on many of bodies of water across the globe. I mean, you can you can see them glowing for for 150 nautical miles at night when you see like an entire like you know like oil facility. Because yeah, um, those things are huge. They're basically enormous. Floating yeah, enormous. And you got like 30 of these joints, you know, just in this body of water pulling every ounce of fossil fuel they can probably pull from that you know portion of the of the, of, of the ocean. And I have not once seen the ocean on fire. <laughs> like, that should just be enough, man. You know? Like, we have to change. Whatever you, like, the fact that we even tie, you know, capitalism as just an economic system, as it is just being the poster boy for, for America's insanity, you know? Well, I mean, the problem is, is that, like, <laughs> not a good ending point to be like, the the problem with capitalism, is <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, one of the main issues is that you are it requires constant growth right and at a certain point you run out of resources yeah we only have so many here yeah. on, on the planet you know yeah it's, it's, it's a finite amount you know the yeah. pale blue blue dot carl sagan that's another two more book references before we go <laughs> you know um uh any book by carl sagan is is a, a good read but True. the pale blue dot is one of them Mm-hmm. And to to circle back to the fascism that fascism that we experience in America right now, Timothy Snyder is a great author, um, uh, and historian. Uh, great book to understand what he's talking about Trump, Putin, and you know this whole Russia spy game that's going on that we're living through right now. Um, the Unroll to Freedom, um, great book. I have some quotes for you next episode. I'm I'm, I'm currently reading it right now. I'm, I'm probably three quarters of the way through. Nice. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm always gonna push uh, "Cast" by Isabella Wilkerson. Oh yeah, it's so good. Wonderful book. I ain't got around. Uh, uh, I've read a bunch of summaries, and I've uh, I, I I downloaded it on Google. But man, I got I mean, not Google, but um, Amazon. Unfortunately, I can't find anywhere else to find <laughs> audio books. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I use Audible. Yeah, it is like, what it is. Dude, man, why <laughs> I gotta be paying this Google, man? Why? Why, man? Why? why? Like, he just took. He going to space next week. And this is not me hating on him. 
or Richard Branson, mm-hmm. but what is it for, man? Like if if <laughs> I think they want to commercialize it. Yeah, like if, if this is to commercialize start, start space, man. Like it's, yeah. it's man, it's 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 no different than a Super Bowl ticket. You ain't yeah. never going, bro. <laughs> You know, reminds me of like uh like when you take helicopter tours of places. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, we'd go to Branson, and I'd want to. I'm like, can we go? And they're like, no, that's too expensive. That's gonna be the next generation. It's like, can we go to space? And you're like, oh my god, that's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. We're not just going. can't do it. And I mean, given <laughs> given the, the wealth inequality, it's only gonna be about uh, probably a hundred thousand people throughout the planet at this point. <laughs> you know, when they finally get these space stations where you can go up there and feel you know feel gravity for. 20 hey, seconds, you know, eight I seconds. I don't know why they'd want to do it. I mean, like, space wants to kill you. Like, it really does. There is so much that goes into keeping somebody alive on, like, the ISS and things like that. Mm-hmm. Space really wants to kill you. Yeah. It's it's, it's the most harsh environment I that, that... I can't imagine yeah. spending, like, a ha- buying a house, basically, for the same price as, like, going into a place where it wants you to die. <laughs> like, don't be wrong. I think it would be cool... Um, I would... I mean, if somebody offered me today, they were like, you can go to space for free... Um, I'd I'd really think about it. <laughs> I mean, like I would I wouldn't immediately say yes. <laughs> I'd have to be like I I don't know. I mean, as a dying wish, I'm, I think I'm pretty much an an, an adventurer. Like I think I, it'd be cool. I I would like to go to space. But I'd like to see the Earth from a distance. If I was to go to space, it's for the furtherance of humankind, not for <laughs> some you know yeah. some some billionaire's dream who has yeah. never did a day of work in his life and it's. <laughs> You know, have, has taken government technology and now has bought a bunch of contracts and can pay for himself to go to space. Like, right. the space is a human accomplishment, not a billionaire's accomplishment. Um, so we need to get back to that. I mean, what if NASA had six hundred billion dollars versus the military? And there ain't no hate on my military folks either, man. You know, they pay y'all enough to do. Well, that's why you started you know. with the space force. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, come on, dude. <laughs> nah. Sorry, I'm not trying to open a can of words. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, man, this this concludes the welcome back episode of the Rue Report, man. This is Lawrence Brooks IV. Uh, this is Tom White. And we cannot wait to fellowship with y'all, UMKC. Uh, if if you have any ideas about topics you want us to talk about, talk about, email us at kruradio at gmail.com. I mean, at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at KRU Radio. Hit us up on Instagram, KU Radio. Facebook, same thing, KU Radio. I mean, KRU Radio. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Engage with us, man, you know, because we're, we're two interesting fellows trying to get our viewpoints out here in the world. And uh, Yeah, and, and we'll have more people. We'll bring yeah. back, you know. Oh, yeah, Christian coming back. Um, Maybe Connor. We'd like Connor. to get a female voice. Yeah, definitely a female voice in here. So you if know. you know somebody. <laughs> yeah, please. Like 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 any ladies that want to come in here and, and, yeah. and, and get on the show, by all means, your your, your voice is welcome here, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a – I'm a feminist in a man's body, and and for you all, for for all you MRA and incel guys out there, it's not. I'm not anti-male. I'm I'm pro egalitarian. You know, <laughs> um, men's men's we have our problems too. You know, and we need to solve those. But yeah, you know, we with it out here. So the women, yeah, please please show up, man. We appreciate y'all for listening, and uh, we'll see y'all when when we coming back. Now, <laughs> uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you soon, man. You know, but but welcome back, UMKC students, man, and we look forward to seeing y'all this school year. Yeah. Peace. Like and subscribe. Yeah, please like and subscribe. Share on Spotify, social media, everything that you got, man. You know, show us love and we'll show love back. Tell your friends. That's it for this week's episode of The Rue Report. And we want to thank all the listeners from around UMKC, the Kansas City metro area, and the globe for joining us. Listen to us every Friday on Anchor FM and Spotify to hear more engaging commentary on the latest hot-button topics that keep our world and news cycles turning. 
Make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast, and follow all UMKC media pages on social media to stay up to date on our latest thought-provoking content. You can find us at UMKC Rule News and at UNews UMKC on Instagram, at UNews underscore UMKC on Twitter, and Rule TV on YouTube. On that note, we got to do better, America, and we'll see you next week.